This is Taco Incidents, an unconventional masterclass where we learn secrets of breakthrough culture, brand experience, and human connection from the most brilliant leaders, all while we're on the search for the perfect taco. I met up with Johnny Tanner at Don Joaquin Street Tacos. Together with his wife and seven kids, they are a viral YouTube sensation originally known as the Tannerites. With literally billions of views, they have pivoted their family business focus from ridiculously fun video snapshots into their lives and added the very timely and powerfully uplifting message of Yahweh, you are worth it. I wanted to learn why he believes in the power of culture, brand experience, and human connection, what he does to create it, and how it's helped him thrive, all over tacos. It really doesn't get much better than this. Yeah, so tell me about that. Like, so first of all, you started with the Tannerites. Just kind of walk, walk us through that. So Tannerites, and then the transformation, and um, how so it all fits together. So the Tannerites, we started um, just as as I was as I was leaving my my uh, career before in the in the building products industry to um, to start this other business of mine. As I was making that transition, we were also going through a time in our life where we were open to so much other opportunity. I was, I was literally transitioning in terms of my mind and my heart from a person that was very obedient to um, you know, the nine to five and, and, and building a company's dream for them to opening up my eyes to opportunities around me and, and really getting into a mindset of to make that happen, I, I need to be more eager to take risks and um, look outside of what we've done traditionally for so many years. And so by doing so, I, I really had this desire to document more of our family so that I could look back on it. Hmm. Where did that stem from? Well, Sarah, um, she had our last baby, Canyon, our seventh baby. And this was in, in February of 2015. And then she found out right as soon as she had him that she, that she felt something, a lump here on her abdomen. Well, we went in to check it out because she was quite worried about it and found that it was a tumor. And so we went from, oh, what is this, to, um, you know, having surgery and having it removed, and oh, by the way, you had cancer in six weeks. So she had a cancerous tumor removed. And so that was another very big awakening point for us. But then also during that time that she had that surgery, they had to take about a, a, a large chunk out of her abdomen and, uh, and mm. muscle. So mm. even if she wanted to have a six-pack, she could not. She doesn't have muscles on this side. Everything you do, turning and whatnot, you use that muscle in, in your abdomen. So she couldn't do anything. So I had to take work off. I got to take work off. And so I was the dad, the mom, the everything during that time that she was down. And, and literally I had to help her everything she had to do as well. I had to, I had that opportunity to help her. And so during that time, I remember specifically three o'clock in the morning changing a, the, the, the newborn baby's diaper with the biggest smile on my face, just going, this is really what I want out of life. This is truly what makes me happy, right? <laughs> wow. And it's unfortunate I mean, that it was on the I mean, that's an unusual realization to have what you're changing a diaper in the really, middle of the night. three o'clock in the morning. And I, I actually have screenshots yeah. <laughs> of my sleep that I got during that week right. or two weeks. It was, it was literally an hour and a half each night. And I was still just glowing with this, this incredible excitement for life. Wow. And so I went through. I, Wait I, a second. Yeah. Where did that come from? I mean, because I mean, I'm not a dad yet. I, you know, I long for that day. That that seems like maybe something that would be a little bit unusual 
for a, it was highly unusual. Because we, yeah. Mind you, we had seven kids or six kids before right. this was our seventh. Um, it, it really started even before that point in my desires of who I was and what I really cared about. Mm. You know, I really had passions and, and I had I had things that I really loved. I loved fishing. I loved yeah. doing these things. But a lot of those took me away from my family. And as I was doing those things, I would reflect on how I felt internally. Mm and what guilts I had and what doubts I had about what was going on and I really found that those passions weren't really anything but filling in gaps of, of things that I was not taking care of at home. And so once I started taking care of those things mm. at home and, and building those relationships with my family, I found my passion, my true passion, which is being around family. Mm. Interestingly enough, we go back to the YouTube yeah. channel and um, a friend of mine says, well, make, the video, make a video of it so you're holding yourself accountable and then put it on YouTube to be even more accountable and then your family can see it wherever they live and you just send them a link and they'll, they'll I'm like, oh cool, like, I'll do that. So I started the channel, call it Tannerites and we put a, our first video up. And had, had you called yourselves a Tannerites before then? Or was no. that a thing? Or no, it was a you just oh, I joked about, about it. it. Okay. I'm a convert and so as as we got to, more into to the, to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, okay. so as, as we got more into the Book of Mormon and found that there's Lamanites and you know Nephites and oh, oh we're the Tannerites, right? <laughs> and so it was more yeah. of a joke, but we'd, I just decided to name it just just for that. And and then you know our family would watch and I'd throw a video up, but then all of a sudden, um, as soon as I went to start this business, we took on a financial partner. So I quit that career, the 13-year career. I took we took on a financial partner the very next morning, and we stopped everything that we were building up into that point because it wasn't scalable to, to be the point where we wanted to go. So then I found myself six months basically retired. And all of a sudden here I am doing that which I was so happy about with changing the baby's diaper. I was now with my kids and my wife had another surgery during that time. She had, she had some radiation as well during that time so I was able to be there to support her. But we were just doing fun stuff and filming and taking video of it. So we would put it up, I would edit it and put it up. Well, a few months in, we all of a sudden, I, I get a notification saying, hey, you guys are awesome, do this challenge. And I'm like, well, where did that come from? So I look into it and all of a sudden we have like 16 subscribers here. And I'm like, 16? We only had like three like, and they were the family members. And so I started looking into it more and, and they're saying, do you guys know so-and-so? And these are apparently other YouTubers. And so I would look into it and go, wait a minute, these people are doing this stuff full time. So we started doing what our followers wanted us to do. We do this challenge, we do that, we, we do this and do that. And so we kind of started adding that into our vlogs, huh. our videos, and started gaining subscribers and then started really... Like what type of challenges? What is, what's one there was like the remember? Bean Boozled Challenge. You ever heard of that one? Um, there know. was There was like <laughs> the smoothie challenge where you just get a bunch oh, of ingredients can... and they just make a fun smoothie, right? Okay. Yeah. The kids loved it. The kids were like, this is really fun. This is awesome. Stuff we've never done before. <laughs> Our challenges consisted of how quickly can you guys get in the car and us not be late for something, right? <laughs> and so... Like turned... real life challenges, right? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what I found was there was a new relationship tie that was happening with me and my kids as well. I went mm. from this guy that was really serious about business and serious about building a career to just a goofball and having fun with my kids and it, and it felt so natural yeah. right and so we just kept doing that and it just kept growing it kept growing and growing and and um, and then about seven months in we actually were full-time youtubers by that time it had so we were depleting our savings up until that point and um, we, we turned AdSense on and, and we had enough views to where that offset mm. and it stopped pulling from our savings account. And what, what, was, what were those views at? 
more or less? Do you remember? I would say that, that like, we what were... what that threshold was? I don't remember the exact no. threshold. I remember January 1, we hit a million views. A million. Co total, collectively. Total. Yeah. And so I would say that by How that... How many followers was that? By the time we went full-time, we were about... 50 to 75,000, but because okay. of the views, we were growing pretty quickly that, at yeah, that yeah. time. Um, and um, so, but again, we had, by me quitting my job, we had really slimmed our, what, what our needs were in terms of finances, sure. very, very yeah, low. Yeah, yeah. It, it would offset by that point. So we, we went from there and then, as I told you, we, we put those challenges in there and we did a lot of different things for growth yeah. over a, a couple of years period of time. Well. About a little more than a year ago, we felt like we were just making content to grab that quick view, and that's about it. And so that's when we decided to really start ref really reflecting back on, on the why, why we started in the first place, and why we weren't feeling fulfilled anymore. And a lot of it came from we weren't um, documenting our life, we were more documenting for the purpose of just entertainment. And so we weren't really being fulfilled at all. I couldn't go back on a video and say, on this date, this happened. So that's when we also were having this strong desire as a family to do more than just to provide video. And so we came up with the You Are Worth It message. And I know that we didn't really come up with it, but we started using that. We decided that after every single video, we would tell our followers um, in some message or, or quick form, hey, you are worth it. And not so much to give them anything, but just to remind them of something they already know and help pull them out of the, this, this area of doubt and, and, and discomfort that a lot of people are going through, right? Because we all know what we're worth, but we forget very quickly, very quickly. And for someone just to, just to quick, you, you actually are worth something. And so we started using that, and then we decided, you know what, let's, let's take our vlogs, our daily vlogs, that we care in terms of our future about, and let's take this message that we care so much about and let's t put them two to get the two together and let's stand behind our message and call it Yowie Vlogs. Let's um, let, that, let, the, the, let the You Are Worth It lead in terms of a, a brand and let's put our vlogs behind it and then we don't know what's going to happen with Tannerite so we actually stopped uploading altogether on Tannerite's channel. So we killed our Tannerite's channel um, in a at sense. At how many followers? Uh, 600,000. At 600. As soon as we hit the day we hit 600 is when we decided we were going to shut down. So we made that a goal. And we shut down and started this new channel. We By were, shutting down meaning no new no content. More, no more new content okay. and possibly shutting it down altogether. We just didn't know what that meant yet. So we started this up and it was, it was a real leap of faith because um, we went down overnight. We went down 70% in our income. And so that was a big jump for us uh -huh. to, to, to do that. And so by doing so, I mean, we hit 100,000 subscribers you know, overnight within less than three days on the channel and so it seemed like okay we're going to get some you work. obviously use that to like springboard and you saw it say yes. hey we're now transitioning to this channel and yeah we did it very strategically followers. yeah and what we also um, were able to do is is pull over the subscribers that cared about our family and had a relationship with us and left the ones that didn't care about the family behind um, I know that sounds a little negative but what we were telling them is on this channel we're not going to be entertaining you anymore if you if you if you have a relationship with us and you care about the message, then come with us. Otherwise, it's okay. There's enough channels out there to take care of what your needs are. You know that's where it was for mm. four or five months, and then we decided with Tannerites to go ahead and with you know after talking with the kids, they're like, we don't play the games anymore. Like we can totally play the games, and so we started talking about maybe just kickstarting that channel up as an entertainment channel, and so we can separate the two. And um, so we did. We kicked that back up and started that going again, and now. 
remember how I said that we had this, I had, I had this new relationship with my kids that was kind of the goofball. Well, now even more so as we're being creative together. And so I'm literally coming down from this father figure, which I still am, but down into an area where we're creating together. Mm. We're using our imaginations together. Yeah. And so we're like, you know, you see a, a three and five-year-old on the yeah. floor saying, no, I'm the dinosaur, and no, you know, and, and his name is Dave, and he's gonna go over here, and he's gonna go shopping, and you're like, it's, it's all this is going on up here. Well, we're doing that together now. Yeah. And it's so awesome. Wow. I think there's a, a, a different, um, a whole nother level of, of relationship that's happening within our family. Yeah. And then we have the daily vlogs that are still happening and they're separate. So yeah. that's where we're at right now is, is wow. we're finally gotten to the point where we're, we know why the, the true why we separated is because we need our daily vlogs and we, 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 we truly do need that connection with the entertainment as well. And we need the business, right? Yeah. But we can't have them on the same huh. channel because they would take away from each other and we can't. Yeah. It, it feels good. It feels, it feels like that's the way we should have been doing it from the beginning. Wow. Interesting. Because you've done, I mean, I've seen the videos. You've done some crazy stuff. You yeah. yourself, as like, like the goofball stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. jumping. I mean, I've seen some crazy stuff. What are some of your like favorite crazy things that you've done where you are like total goofball with your kids? We play a game that's called Hello Neighbor right now, and it's 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 much like um, hide and seek. Yeah or still the flag kind of mixed together. <laughs> and I'm the neighbor and I kind of have this thing where I put on, as soon as I put on the headphones, I turn into a different person. <laughs> not, and it's interesting because I can jump into that character and it's not a, an extreme, it's not like what you would think of an actor like, it's more of just being, me being goofy. But as soon as I get into that um, and watch it afterwards, I'm like, I didn't even think about what I was saying or doing. <laughs> but, but the reason why I love it so much is when we watch it together, our kids are all smiling and yeah. they just love when I'm the neighbor right, right. and chasing them around, right? Yeah. Kids just love when dad's just chasing them like a goofball, right? So yeah. I, I think for me that's, it's not really extreme crazy, but it's more of just my favorite, yeah. one of my favorites. And so we'll that's do awesome. that in different areas too. But also I, I never loved dressing up in costume for like Halloween. I love it now. <laughs> for our channel, I'm like, I'll be the Grinch. I'll be whatever you guys want me to be. <laughs> What's well, your favorite costume you've done? Uh, I have a Yeti costume, but we haven't never oh. filmed with. But I put a dinosaur, a blow up dinosaur yeah, costume yeah. on, chased the kids around the other night. The T Rex. Yeah, the T Rex. Yep. Yeah, have that one. We have the Ghostbusters ones. I just, I'll just throw them on without even filming a video and just yeah, chase yeah. the kids around, because ultimately that's really what I love. Yeah. Is, you know, they were getting ready for school the other morning, and so I just put the dinosaur T-Rex on and <laughs> chased them around. It's like <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning. It's so awesome. Yeah. What is at the heart of that, at the change? Like the you are worth it. I mean, from, because you guys are, you're sharing your life experience, and, but it's also like you're, what I, what I hear from you is that you're, you're thinking about your, customer your followers and so you're you're reaching out in a, in a different way and crafting a different experience crafting a different message so what's that all about like why where does that come from for you so for and for Sarah I mean you guys are leading this charge but where does that comes from an area of, of, that? of being so highly blessed with with something in your own personal life and knowing that there's someone else on the other end of that that could possibly be benefiting, and then and then trying to figure out what it is that they can benefit from more. 
that you can provide for them. And so for us, we have, we have dug pretty deep into to ourselves to be vulnerable mm. and speak to our audience in a way that helps them feel more comfortable, like they're the, like they're the, they're the back of the school bus, they're the, the one at the back of the room, they're the, they're, the, they're the one that literally feel like they're the only one that is not succeeding, the only one that's not getting anywhere in life, the only one that's being picked on, the only one that's being bullied, the only one that's being um, getting in a, divorce, in a divorce situation or their parents are getting divorced or whatever the case may be that makes them feel like in terms of comparison with the world, which I think is, the, is our biggest problem right now, is, is we have Instagram that's beautiful, incredible people and pictures. You and I have been taking some pictures today and we make sure we get the right shot. Right. We and our family make sure that we get right to the line, right to the edge um, of where it might be pushing it a little too far in terms of being vulnerable. And we do that because we want just the one to be able to come out of their situation, whatever that may be, with a little bit more hope, seeing that if, if, okay, if, if they can do it, I can do it, right? And so that's where the you are worth it message come from, comes from is we've had um, some people reach out and say, you can't say that other people are worth it. Mm. You, can't, you can't claim that other mm. people are worth mm -hmm. it. And um, nothing in this life, no person, no place, no thing can change your inherent, your, your worth, nothing. Mm. Um, we let jobs, we let um, even number of limbs or, or lack thereof, determine who we are in terms of worth and value. And what we're trying to put out there is that doesn't, none of that matters. You have a value that's, that's specific and unique to you and nobody can change that except for you and, and allowing the outside forces your, yeah. to decrease your value and, 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 and only you can make that decision. And so you ask where that comes from, it comes from highly, being highly blessed. We feel it comes from being completely in utterly blessed in our situation. So I look at my situation and being able to be with my kids every single day and work with my wife 24-7 and be with the, the people I love most and go, okay, this has been given to me. I didn't get this. I didn't go out and work for this. I helped make it happen, but it was given to me. Sure. Okay, then what's the why? Why was it given to me? And so I, I then need to figure out there, there has to be a reason on the other side and, it, and as you and I both know, it always has a tie to a relationship of some sort. I hope that answers your question. Yeah. I, I, I'm, no, it's I feel like beautiful. I've go, gone off into the weeds, but no. it's more like my yeah. personal feelings on, on value. It's, it's your livelihood. It's a business, right? Like you're running a business and uh, how does all of what you just said come into play when you're making business decisions? Like when you're thinking about the, the, you know, the, how your followers, how your viewers are going to react to certain things and you're really like creating this, I don't even know how to, it's like kind of like an extra family experience, like for them, like they may not have, you know, <laughs> uh, six brothers and sisters or, right. you know, and so like the, the kids that are watching that or, or they may be divorced older parents or like older uh, moms or dads that are watching this and they may not have the same like family set you know composition circumstances yeah yeah and so how how does all of that and you're like it's the strong core message of you being worth it how does that influence on the business side because it certainly makes sense on like the content creation side and how do, how do you how do you navigate that we talk about this a lot because I, I believe that if you have a good message and you have something good you're pushing out there, you're probably not going to succeed very very quickly. It's very difficult unless you ha have it coupled with something that 
that people want, people that people are looking for. Yeah. Much like the restaurant business, yeah. and and you know they don't they don't necessarily want to be in the business of buying comfortable chairs and seating and 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 in the cleaning business all the time, but it's part of the business, and so we have to do the things within our business to make sure that that um, that we're staying relevant in that space. But it's not much outside of being that there's two things that we make sure that we are on both on, on we actually run three channels now is um, we make it fun and interactive right and and when I say fun I don't mean all the time smiles and giggles I mean fun in terms of um, we're, we're making sure that there's some kind of a tie with a real personal situation that can be also part of an entertainment yeah, right yeah, yeah. and interactive meaning that there that there's not just one person talking to the camera all the time or that there's one person kind of leading all the time. It's more of what's happening between two people or three people or five people. It's the interactive pieces yeah. and parts to life. So with that, we take that. When we're making decisions in terms of whether, whether or not we should go this direction because we know this direction will get help our business grow and get the views that we would like, does it have something, anything to do with that fun and interactive and family? Mm. And is there a way to put a you are worth it message in there or was it, is it contradicting? Mm. If, if this piece right here contradicts the you are worth it message, in other words, is it, does it put anybody down? Does it make anybody feel less than? Does it make anybody feel, could it make anybody feel insecure? We do, like I said, we push the line sometimes, but there are some things that you can do that are out there that people are doing daily that make people feel less than. Mm. And so we, what that helps us make that decision is, would this make someone feel less than? Mm. And we're not perfect. I know that there's some, sure. been some stuff that's gone sure. out, but that's uh, one of the things that we really like to focus on is fun, interactive family, and then make sure it's not going to push the line and, and, and go completely against that you are worth it message. Mm. And then like, like just like, sounds like staying true to these core values and kind of like guidelines of what, how to make those decisions. That's right. so interesting. You, talk, you talked about engagement. And like engaging with your your audience, what sort of stories come to mind of like interesting feedback that you've got from people or comments from them that you know I saw this message and this is what ha was happening in my life and you know feedback of the difference that you've made in people's lives. I mean, your thousands of people are watching your life every day. Gotta get some really interesting interactions with people. So this is the payoff for us. I love talking about this because this is, this is actually one of the things that, um, that um, actually gets me choked up just thinking about it because once again, we've been given such an opportunity and if there's one life that changes because of that, that we have actually never even met that person, then I, and I believe we're doing what we're supposed to do. And um, to, to just take it back a little bit, I, I have this personal piece that I actually talk with my family quite a bit about. Some of them understand it just naturally, but some of them um, still believe that they're just behind a camera. I picture, and you can probably picture this too, but when I'm looking at the camera, I'm not, in terms of our vlogs and talking very um, specific to the you are worth a message or giving a message, I picture on the other end of that camera a child in a dark room that has lost both of their parents to either death or divorce or just the world of being a very career-oriented person being in school and not feeling like they fit in, and being at home in a lonely place, that's who I picture right there. And I'm speaking to them. I'm not speaking to the ones that feel like their life is perfect. I feel like I'm speaking to the one where all of us have been there sometime in our life, including myself, 
and it was lonely and it was dark and, and I felt like there was nobody else, like I could be gone and no one would, would even pay attention to me. I want to speak to that because I believe that when you speak a, a very empathetic way to someone like that, your message is going to come across a lot more mm. strong. And so one particular one that comes to my mind was not actually sent by a person that um, it helped out, it was sent by a friend of this person. And this gentleman was, uh, I believe he was in his mid-30s. Mm -hmm. And he said, hey, I, I, I need to write you this to let you know of the impact that you make in people's lives. He said, I, I, I came across your video and I can't even tell you why. He says, because I don't watch your types of videos. He said, but something caught my eye. I watched several of your videos and, I, and this message of you are worth it stood out to me. And he said, and then, and I, was, and then I moved on with life. And he said, and, a, and then a friend of mine called me up and said, hey, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I, I just lost my wife. I lost my job. I've lost it all. And, 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 and I got to tell you, I'm pretty much calling to tell you goodbye. And, it's, and this, this gentleman said, I need to meet with you. So they met and they had a two hour, three hour conversation, he said. He didn't get specifically in terms of how much time, but they spent a length of time together. At the end of it, he said, listen, the decision's yours. You, you have your own agency, you, you, this is your decision. But I'm gonna tell you that, he said, I, I appreciate you as a friend, and I just wanna let you know that you're worth it. And, and then they parted. And he said, and he, had, he didn't hear, hear anything from this gentleman. He followed up with him with no return, and then all of a sudden, he went out on his front porch, and there the guy is happy as can be and um, they gave each other big hugs and he said how are you doing and and he said it was kind of awkward because he didn't want to get into that questioning of what happened but he said his friend came right out and said he said you left something with me that 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 I got to let you know and, and I, I got to let you know I appreciate it he said I was there I was at the point of taking my own life I was I was right there he didn't give any specifics but he said I was there I was in the act of and he said all that all that was, he said, all that I could think about, in fact, it was, it was a ringing in my ears was, you are worth it. And so that's the part where I get choked up because I've never met this guy. There's a gentleman out there that his life was saved because of just a reminder of his worth. And I don't even know, I've never met, and, and I'm sure he's an incredible person. And so that to me is, number one, that's the biggest why to stay in the game, even though we have some of the negatives come at us, like you're a terrible dad, you're, your, your daughter's ugly or you're ugly and shave the beard because it's terrible and stuff like that happens all day every day because people get in a position where they feel very insecure about themselves and the only way that they know mm -hmm. is to reach out in a negative way. That's what keeps us going to be vulnerable and continue with these messages, right? That's our why. That's our why. Our why for our family is different than our why for the followers, right? Our why for the followers in terms of why we put it out there to the world instead of just keep it to ourselves, is there's going to be one that's going to need it, and we want to make sure that we're providing a very constant ping on a regular basis, just reminding them of that. If there's one that benefits from it, then we've done our job. In a world that's bombarded with the antithesis of that, of you are worth it, and media and everything, in kind of a business sense, I mean, that's your, that's a competitive advantage for you guys because you're providing like this positive, uplifting content when that stands out above the, a sea of all this negative comparisons and, you know, over-dramatized everything. It's amazing. It, I mean, it's, it's really, it's really remarkable that, and, and I think it speaks highly to the the idea that there's a tremendous need 
that's why you've been so successful is that people feel that need. Like that's why they they wouldn't keep consuming your message if there wasn't a need that it was filling for them. Right. What a tremendous mission to be a part of. You know, I don't know what were you going to say. Oh, it's, I just as you're as you're talking, I'm thinking. It is it, it is a mission. It's um, I, I would say that that we actually have a disadvantage in that space though because we, we, we can't cross a line. We won't cross a line. And that is going into that space. I think it'd be very easy to be an influencer and just throw out garbage and hating on people all because that's what people un unfortunately are driven to. The cool part about what we do and this is where we do have an advantage is ultimately after so much of hanging out in the garbage can, people want something clean. Something People want something that is Uplifting, that makes them valuable. feel of value. Right? Yes, you're right. Absolutely, the value. And, and that's where we're able to, I shouldn't say help out, but we're able to provide just a little bit there. And we, I also feel that we, in a very large way, give people hope on family. Husbands don't love wives, and wives don't love husbands like they, like they should or like they used to in terms of support and love and, and working through things together. Parents don't really, very unfortunately, um, see that their main job is to help their kids find their value. And that's, I believe, what we're also providing is a, is a, is a little glimpse into a real family that focuses on, you know, we, of course we give each other a hard time and of course we have to, you know, you have to, we have to put all these things in there, but for someone to be present and responsible in their own life, and leave the house doing so is our is our number one goal hmm. for our kids to not mm -hmm. feel like they need us to push them or pull them and we want them to leave like they haven't like they don't feel like a failure they feel like they've done everything they possibly can and they can do whatever they'd like to do as long as they're following who they're supposed to be not someone else and so it's I don't know how parents are doing it. I spend all day with my family and it's difficult. <laughs> so with, with kids that go to school every day and parents that are at work and, and they only have dinner time ta at the table if that, to, to, to yeah. really do that. I don't know how it's possible. And so I think we give them hope that a child, if not more children, is, is a, a good thing. And you can, there's so much to it that, that adds value to your life. Mm -hmm. And that maybe a career is not the first thing on the list, right, in terms of priorities. Yeah. Um, but it's very important because it is also our business, right? Yeah. Um, and we need to provide. How does this mindset of, of like creating value and worth and really like this meaningful experience for your viewers, how does that translate? You've run business, other businesses. Anyone that's listening to this and you're like, okay, well that's great. They're in a, in a business that's producing really enriching, uplifting content all the time. What about my business? Like how? So how would you say that that translates to any business? It's no different. In fact, if you look at, um, so I worked. I worked in a business where um, I worked around at least eight to ten hours a day uh, of a of a work week. Yeah. Uh, people that I had either hired or I got put to work with. Well, those are your family. That's your family. And just like your job as a parent is to help your children leave the home, leave the nest, at whatever age they decide to, they might stick around until they're 30, 40, 50, they leave there feeling like they can become who they should be. And they leave there with a value placed upon themselves and you've done your jobs well. It's the same thing with employees. 
if you hire an employee, you are now responsible to help them become who, the best person they can be. Now, yes, it's their responsibility, but it's your responsibility to take that person to the next level. Totally. And so in business, if I were speaking to a CEO and they were struggling with that next, hitting that next goal, I wouldn't even ask about product. It, it's irrelevant. I wouldn't ask about the building space. I wouldn't ask about any of those things. I would ask them how their family's doing. Mm -hmm. And I would ask them specifically what their family's passions are. I would ask specifically how well do they adhere to what those passions are? How well do they get in and, and work in, in terms of those passions? And they'll find very quickly how much their business can grow because those employees will help them figure out the, be the next best product. Those employees will help, help in terms of their customer service levels mm -hmm. go through the roof. Yeah. And those employees will help them build a better space. It's incredible how similar what we're doing within the walls of our home are uh, compared to a very successful business. It's family, yeah. it's relationships, and it's really caring about that relationship, not just seeing that person as a number, but seeing that person as someone who you want to take your position someday, yeah. and you're gonna be helping them take that over. Yeah. Somebody's gonna challenge your position, somebody's right. gonna challenge that next position. Yep. It's the same within your home. You're, you're, you're teaching your children to become the best person they can be, so they can be good parents, so they can yeah. be good neighbors and good friends, and. And that's what you are trying to be right, right. now. So yeah. I think a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of, we say CEOs, but a lot of leaders yeah. believe that they are a leader first and a, a, a member of the team second. Mm. You're only there to lead them to become the best they can possibly be, not lead them to push the fastest broom or, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I don't, I don't see it much different. Yeah. I don't. Huh. So your business family is your family, just like in your case, your family is like, that's your business also. Absolutely. And then what about the mindset that you have that you've taken with your viewers too? Like, how does that translate to like, let's say a business customer base? It's the same. We have a relationship. There's no difference. Um, a customer it's different. It, it's different in every business. If you have a business that is is, is relationship based, yeah, that customer should know that they're your very best friend or a family member, right? And not just a number on on the on the sales board. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the same for any business, and much like with the one we have here. Yeah. We just went behind the counter and we're right. flipping. Now, not every customer can do that. Right. But but we both felt like we were part of the family. Yeah. And we, we are. even said that. It specifically was stated you are part, you are of, part of the family. Yeah. <laughs> so he is awesome. a proven successful businessman yeah. because he sees right. his employees. Right. And I can tell. And he sees his customers as part of the family. Yeah. And once you get into that mindset and you're forgetting about the wallet yeah. and the quota and you're you're caring specifically about who those are, those people are, because there's no accident that you're working with these people. There's no accident that you're with these people. Just like there's no accident that you have family members and these yeah. are your kids. There's no accident. You should take every opportunity to see who they are and, and find value in them. Just because in, in the terms of leadership and hierarchy in, in the business, you're up here, does yeah. not mean this person doesn't have some incredible values to them and specific uh, uh, talents and abilities they've been given that 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 just could blow you out of the water right, right? and help your business grow. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, even it, it was, it was fun to be here while we were, while we were 
starting to eat tacos, they're having their staff meeting, right? Yeah. So they're like going over their, their values, their values and yes. it was so awesome. And we want to be the best taco restaurant out there. And I mean, so you can, you can tell, you can feel that when it's translated into the food. I mean, you know, they t- always talk about the secret ingredient being love, you know, I mean, this man had a lot of love for you made some of that meat too. I could feel the love. I could feel the love in that meat. Well, love goes in. You're, you're absolutely right. Like anybody can build a taco, I believe, right? Yeah. I think anyone can build a taco. Yeah. But if you, if you're, if you're doing it with an understanding of of, of what your need, the, the customer is coming in for, what their needs yeah. are, they don't. They're not just coming in for a taco. And and if you're building it on top of that, you, your employees. If, if you realize that they're not just there to have a job, they want an experience just like sure. your customer wants an experience. Yeah. And if you're giving them the experience, everything changes because that employee will now take a little extra, which by the way, these tacos were made at one time without the cheese on them. Yeah. Somebody was feeling the experience and decided to put cheese on there <laughs> totally. and create a different experience. Yeah. And then that customer felt right. that experience. Now I guarantee you that didn't come from, a, from an owner of a large company, that came <laughs> from an employee that decided to put something out there, or even just someone from their own home. What I'm saying is, that employee can bring so much value, as, mm. but they can't do it until they feel value themselves. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that customer can bring so much value to the experience, yeah. like a concert. Yeah. If, if, you're, if, <laughs> if, you're, if you're up on stage, and yeah. you're giving them an experience, oh, that experience down there is gonna create so much more experiences for you oh, later yeah. on, because. People are going to see videos. They're going to hear like the crowd going crazy. <laughs> it's it's a it's a relationship, yeah. and it's a relationship in an experience. Yeah. And so, um, at the same time, bad experiences can really ruin it all. Yeah. And one right after the other, and not learning from that, that's how businesses fail. What are some? I mean, you're like a customer experience fanatic. I know this much like me. Like you just can't. You can't ever not see things, right? Right? Like you just, yeah. like it's just like we've talked about this it's a lot. There, yeah. What are some like examples that you've had, or some some that stand out recently of just like knock it out of the park? These guys were amazing. I want to remember that. I'm a fan for life. Sort of experiences. There's a lot. One just happened recently that I can't just pull out of my brain. I just I was really excited about it, but it it couldn't have been too impactful because I don't remember. I'll I'll, I'll think of it, but. Recently, my daughter said she wanted a dress. Not recently, but yeah. oh, tell me about it. I love this story so my, about their dress. Yeah, my this wa- is so awesome. My daughter wanted a dress at the mall, right? Yeah, yeah. All the kids had got their Sunday clothes together, and she is hard to buy for. I don't dare, nor does my wife go and buy for her because she has a very particular taste. But it's not one that you How can old pinpoint. What's your daughter's name? She's uh, Danielle, and she's, Danielle, and yeah, she's, she's thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. And um, sorry, she's fourteen. She's okay. fourteen. She has very particular taste and. But we can't pinpoint what that is to say, okay, I know what that is. Well, I'm very particular too. Not so much about my own clothing, but when I go shopping with the girls, I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Okay, let's just go be a designer because none of this is any good. <laughs> is this a new business line that you're no, like? <laughs> no, I don't have time for that. That would take me away from my family and I'm not yeah. doing that. Tannerites hit Fashion Week right? in New York City. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, we, so I said, okay, I'll go with you. This is... This is a fun video to film. Dad and daughter go out for, right, a, yeah. you know, so that's another opportunity to build Can a relationship yeah. with her. Yeah. So we go to the mall, and it's getting late. It's very late. So we figured we could just jump into a few stores and see what awesome, awesome, and take off with one. Well, we go into one particular store and look around for a moment, 
and there's a few that she likes. We kind of looked at them and then we walked out. Well, speaking to the point you just made, no one came up to us and even said, hey, can I help you? Or, hey, welcome to the store or whatnot like that. Um, well, the second one that we went into, there was, hey, how you doing? Doing good, how are you? Um, let us know if you need anything. Okay, we will. Walked in, looked around, saw a few, same thing, left. Went to another place where had a lot more dresses, a lot more to look through and didn't find we found two, but didn't find anything she liked. And that took up about 45 minutes of our time. Well, they started announcing that the place was closing, the mall was closing. And so we go back through our trail, we had bounced through stores. And so basically we, we took the camera out and said, well, we failed because we did not find what we were, what we were looking for. And unfortunately she doesn't get a dress and all the kids have their new clothes or whatever. And so we're walking, we, we both look in the store that somehow we missed coming in. It was around the corner on our way out. Okay. And they're getting ready to close, like, you know, the roll up. Right. They're getting ready to, and, and some of them had already closed sure. up. Well, we saw one dress, and so we go, and we kind of beeline for it. And as we're beelining for it, a girl comes out of nowhere and says, hey guys, welcome to the store. Well, and I don't, I, I don't remember the, the store name, and I go, oh, thank you, and she's like, what are, you, what are we doing here? What's going on? And I'm like, well, you know, we're, she, you know, I told her the same situation I just told you. And she's like, oh, well, you, you got to have a dress. You, we got to find you a dress. So I think this one would be perfect. With you. Oh, you're so beautiful. You've got, let's see, this one's perfect. This is probably your size. What do you think? Dove right in between us and took over. And um, she wasn't like overly excited, like maybe as much as I am right now, but she took, she took over. Yeah. And she said, okay, um, so there's a changing room right there. Um, you can go try those on or we can keep looking. And it yeah. was just a small little box store, right? Like this space right here. Wow. But she showed us a whole bunch of stuff. And so she said, oh, this, this would look so cute on you. But there's a skirt that goes with this other one that would match perfect. And like, I think that'd be perfect for you. I'm gonna go back in the back. You try those on, I'm gonna go see if I can find the skirt size. So she goes and we're just like, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm talking and I'm, I'm talking to the other associate that's there who by the way was one of our um, our followers oh okay and so we had a good conversation but the good. other girl was not okay and so we were having a good chat and talking and um, we had some mutual friends and yeah, yeah. we're talking and my daughter comes out and she's like I really like this one but it's a little bit I'm like yeah yeah I, I understand and all of a sudden the girl comes from the back and she said she's holding this dress and she said just so you know, this is not even out yet. I'm not even supposed to put this out till, till next week. And you know, this is Saturday night. This is, but, but I want you to try this one on because I believe that, that you want this one. I believe that you, that, you, that you would want this one. She goes and tries it on. Her smile was from ear, grin to ear to ear. Danielle was so excited and she's like, this is the dress, this is the one. And so um, we actually put them on video saying, thank you, you are worth it. But the experience, wow. I just shared with you an experience. I didn't, I didn't tell you what color the dress was. I didn't tell you how tall or beautiful or the girl was um, or short or anything about her, did I? No. We need to hire people that give people a good experience. We need to hire attitude. I call it hats. Hire attitude and train to the, the hat, train technical. Higher attitude, and you can train anybody to do whatever you want to do. So these are young girls yeah. that their boss owner was not there. They're just closing up for the night. And by the way, the, the, when we came out, stores were closed. Everything's closed. She never set, pushed us out. She never said a word about what time they closed. Nothing. Or like, you know, 
getting antsy because she was not at, to get all. Home. Yeah. Very patient. Um, so she created an experience for us uh, that I'll never forget. Yeah. Ever forget. I'm sure and my daughter, daughter got the dress right. and the experience. Yeah. And my daughter left there. We even we even were talking on the camera about it. Just she's like, those girls were phenomenal. Like they just <laughs> that one girl just like helped us out and yeah. ran and she she went back in the back. Yeah. And who who pays attention to inventory that's coming in? You're supposed to put out next week if it's an employee that really doesn't care about anything but just their job. Right. Right. But this girl cared and right. she remembered. Right. And she took it out of the box. Right. She she. Her boss may have said the week before, if you yeah. take that out of the box yeah. and sell it to a customer, I'm gonna, you're, it's going to be your job. She, we don't know. Yeah. But she didn't care. Yeah. She cared about the customer right. and the experience. Right. Because she took the time to say, what's happening here? Yeah, Tell yeah. me what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? How can I, I mean, essentially, like, give me an opportunity to personalize this for you guys. Yeah. Is what, kind of what she's saying. Yeah. Like, I want to make this special for you. I want right. to find, like, the right, whatever it is you're looking for, let's do it. I kind of like even Joaquin, right? Yeah, come on. What in. do you want to? Yeah. What, what type of tacos? You can have anything. Like, do you want lengua? Do you want like? Yeah. What do you like? Let me show you this. This yeah. is this, and and this is how we make it, and all these things. And so, wow, that's so cool. Well, and the other side of, to that too is that it's not like you said. It's not about the details of of meaning. It's not about like what the dress was. How she looked like—it's—it's it's all about how she made the experience. you and your daughter feel. That's right. And you felt like a million bucks. She probably felt like a princess, right? I felt like, like I had a relationship this, too with someone. Right, totally. I could appreciate yeah. them and yeah. and this bond yeah. in like ten minutes or however long right. it took. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, we need to find and f and really create and foster an environment that attracts those types of people i think if as soon as businesses if all of our businesses did that more we'd create imagine the type of world we would have you know it's it's interesting how we focus so much on and i know, I know we're supposed to be clean but i, I don't remember I, I can't tell you about cleanliness of the store whether there was clutter laying around i can't tell you about if there was a light bulb out i can't tell you if if, uh, if it was like I can't tell you any of those things because my experience trumped ever, anything that was happening yeah. in there. Now, if it would have been otherwise, yeah. my experience telling you, we went in and nobody even cared about us. I literally yeah. almost had to ring up my own stuff. And oh, by the way, the light bulb was out. And oh, by the way, I went to the bathroom and it was stinky. Like, these guys don't care about their business. You won't even hear about those other things if the experience was good, right? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. interesting that yeah. we focus so much on making sure that storefront is so perfect that the walls are so clean and perfect and that, that this environment is so phenomenal, but we forget that these employees are leaving their families, the people they care about, to come and do something to help you build a dr your dream. You need to treat them like they are part of the dream as well. Yeah. As soon as you do, they become invested in, like completely into what you're doing as soon as they feel like they're part of the family. Mm -hmm. And I've worked for companies like that. You, you, you don't push, you run and push mm -hmm. for a company that includes you in yeah. their family. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, that's customer service is yeah. basically going, what, what, what does this person want? Right. But don't assume that they're here for clothes. They're here for an experience. Yeah. Don't assume they're here for food. They're here for an experience. Yeah. Now, what kind of experience do they want? You are, you're going to have to go a little extra mile to figure out what that is. Yeah. Right? So when you were running your, your other business, what, what, how did you guys approach that? How did you inspire that level of... Uh, and what results did you see from doing that? Well, I, I learned a lot of, from the company I worked for, so it was already kind of part of their culture. 
yeah. to really have the customer be the important piece. Now, um, when we would when we would train our people um, to take care of the customer, every time an experience came up where they wanted to point at the customer in terms of their bad behavior hmm. or their or something they did wrong, yeah. immediately we would say that matters. That doesn't matter. That they're giving you an experience that you actually that's not part of what we're what we're supposed to worry about. You're supposed to be giving them an experience. Yeah. So it's very easy to argue with a customer that's upset about something that you did wrong if you're not trying to understand what kind of experience they're trying to have. But if you give them a better experience, um, uh, I always said you fall on your sword so quickly mm-hmm. that they don't even know one is there. Yeah. We get out our sword and we want to defend ourselves very quickly. And so with the experience of working with customers, because it's always going to be... Um, and what business was it in? in building in products the industry. Building product. And so, so we, we dealt with contractors, guys contractors, who were freezing cold every right. day. Construction. Um, it's construction, it's cold, it's hot, it's, it's all the elements. And yeah. every single part of their day can be completely terrible. And that was one of the things that we were saying. As soon as they bring it in, they're actually not bringing any of that with them. They're, actually, they're, they're wanting to get rid of it. So they bring that with them, you, you're working to get rid of that. And so one of the things that we would focus on is, is um, very quickly find out what it is about them that, that we can talk about. Um, for me in a, in a sales boat, the first thing I would bring up to a new guy out on the field that was cold, that was all those different things was those rims on that truck. That's your truck? Yeah. Dude, where'd you get those rims? Immediately we were best friends. Because I reminded him of something he cares about and I made him forget about all the other stuff very quickly. So I gave him an experience that we could just take and and spin all of our passions off on each other and then talk business afterwards. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is is there is um, so much focus on customer service as being this entity and brick and mortar being perfect and our online, it, it really needs to be about the experience. And that only can be enhanced to a level of keeping a customer caring through a personal interaction, a very personal interaction, right? And it doesn't have to be marriage. It doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be any of those things. It, what it needs to be is, is a real care for that person and what they're going through. It's the you are worth it message, right? It's they're having a hard day, whether they have a smile on their face or not. Let's see if I can enhance the positivity that's happening in their life right now. Because it is. Yeah. And how can I do this? So for us, with the dress, the positivity that was happening is we were working together to find my daughter a dress. It could have been very negative because we didn't find it, but she enhanced it by saying, I see your goals. I'm going to help you get to that point. And dad and daughter, I'm going to help you have an experience together too. And so you ask a lot of questions as to how that happened. it happens in the why. That makes sense? You'll yeah. always figure out the how as long as you understand the why. Mm-hmm. And the why for me is we need to continue to build relationships and not just businesses. Yeah. Because the business will take care of itself. It's key. I mean, we live in, in uh, un- unfortunately, there's so much of our world is purely transactional, right? And we've, we've I was, I was ta- talking earlier today with someone about, like, <laughs> kind of this olden days general store experience. I think we maybe we talked about this too, but Probably. but like 
um, where you'd go to a general store and like the owner of that general store, like Little House on the Prairie, type, knows like, you, knows your family, knows, your family, knows the car all you your drive. shoe yeah. sizes, knows like what yeah. dresses you love, what shoes you like, plows you use to you know farm your field or whatever. <laughs> like he knows all of that stuff and like can give these specific recommendations. He knows your birthdays. He knows like all these things and was just this hub of um, of experience right you know for the whole for the whole town and um, I don't know I think that we've uh, it, what's interesting what is what we see happening in in our society is that we've technology in many ways has drawn us has isolated a lot of us in so many ways and and made relationships feel distant ironically Right, and then it's the the kind of flip side of that is that it's people are now longing for meaning. They're longing for that connection. They're longing for someone at the dress store to be real, right. and not just be like punching their time card. That's right. And as soon as someone does have does approach you with as like a real human and say, "I'm going to help you. Like, let's do this. Let's get you the perfect dress," right. you know, then it it makes a tremendous impact that then you're like you and your daughter are fans of that store for life I don't know how many people saw that clip of your vlog you know yeah. I mean that their store got all of that um, you know uh, one of my favorite experiences recently I um, uh, a friend of mine Emily was she's like you're never gonna I, I love Trader Joe's and had some really <laughs> cool experiences there and um, she she came up after I shared this one experience about Alec that changed this customer's tire, like, I mean, just above and beyond already. And she's like, well, you're never gonna believe what happened to me at Trader Joe's, like, okay? She said, so my husband and I were checking out at the cashier and um, they asked us, how was your day? You know, normal question. He goes, all, I mean, Trader Joe's are super friendly, yeah, but yeah. you know, so they're like just starting conversation, normal. She's like, well, I was kind of tempted to just respond the way I normally do. Yeah, Fine. Good, yeah. yeah, good, whatever. And she's like, no, I'm going to tell them what happened. So she said, well, actually, we bought a car. And the cashier, like, reaches back behind them, grabs a bouquet of flowers, and says, congratulations. Are you serious? Right? <laughs> wow. And gives them this bouquet of flowers. And that, to me, is like... And I just love that. Yeah. It's like blows your mind that that um, that level of empowerment to create and really celebrate the human that's in front of you. Yeah, exactly. They're not thinking about like how can I get more money out of this person? How can I like there's there's like a really long line here, I wanna get you through, you know, have a good day, bye. That's right, yeah. But it's like, what? You guys bought a car? Celebrate awesome. with them and then congratulate them. That's 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 customer service because you that gentleman also left with something. Oh yeah, right. He left oh, yeah. with he was parting with them. He oh, was yeah. excited with them. Oh yeah, right. Totally. Well, and then she goes and then shares it. I mean, she has a, a, a she has like twenty four thousand followers on Instagram, and so she takes a picture of her flowers. And post it, and like, here's my experience. Yeah, this is so Joe. amazing. I love these guys. You know, in the same in the same vein. It's, it's like it, the goodness spreads 
like the I mean it, you, the, the, the what your message is you are worth it is like seems to me like the best customer experience strategy that anyone could have. If, imagine if every business looked at their customer as someone of worth that I need to create whatever efficiencies and and them, like yeah. cust- and, and like uh, productivity tools to help them, but I want to connect with them and provide value in their life because they're worth it. I think that I think the successful companies are doing that. Yeah. If you really look at a successful company, yeah. that's what they're doing. Who are some of the ones that you look at and you're like, I love these guys. Like they've nailed it, or they're doing great. I think. Um, like who are some of your? I, I would say uh, let's just look at the brand new one that we would just we just you just walked into. <laughs> right. Like, that's the owner. So awesome. And um, he really wanted to see what we were not just that we were hungry, yeah. but what we are excited about. Right. Right? I think it's... Well, the irony, interesting thing about that, sorry to interrupt, the interesting thing, like, we were cooking our own food. We're coming <laughs> yeah. to a restaurant to get food so yeah. we don't have to cook, right? right? But then it's like, it was became part of the experience. He's He was busy taking care of the tacos, so he's like, yeah, serve yourselves. Yeah. We're serving ourselves, like, the, the drinks, too. Yeah. Also something you expect someone else to do, but to your point earlier, like, it doesn't matter. Because he was creating this, I care about you, your family, you're part of this experience. experience. Yeah. And so it, instead of it being like like off-putting, no, you get my drinks for me. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll get them. This is fun. Right. You know? This is cool. Absolutely. And, and it enhanced his experience. Totally. It enhanced. So are we wasting our time if we're not? Right. right. Are we wasting our time by, you know, we call it punching the clock. Yeah. It's a lot of time wasted if you don't really, and, and we talk about loving what you do. Mm. It doesn't necessarily mean that's your, I mean, we know, a lot of, we know a lot of guys that love golf or fishing or whatnot. Well, that doesn't mean they have to get into the business of that. Mm. Can they love their work? Can they love their job? Can they love what they do from this time to this time? It all depends on what kind of experience they're creating for the person on the other end of that. Whether it be somebody on the other under, other side of the cubicle, whether it be somebody um, that they're either working for or working um, that's working for them in terms of the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. What kind of experience is happening with that, yeah. right? And um, and don't take it so serious, hmm. right? Yeah, there's no reason to take it too serious. And that's coming from a parent that takes a lot of stuff very serious, right, in our business. <laughs> but anyway, at the end, I guess at the end of the day is, is, and you find value in these things, is when we walk into a place, Sub-Zero was one of them. Here's another experience for me. Yeah. We walked in there the other uh, few nights ago with some friends. And um, as soon as we walked in the door, a little bell rang at the door to indicate that there's new customers. Hey, guys, welcome to Sub-Zero. Come on in. Like, from the back, from the dude that's back there scooping the stuff, you know? And um, he's 20, probably 22 years old. This is probably my son's age, right? That guy right there, if I had a business where I was hiring, I would have literally said, I, I know I'm here like at Sub-Zero to eat. I hope they're treating you well, because if, if, if things aren't going well, I want you to know I have a, a, spa, a spot for you. <laughs> a job for you, um, totally. Because attitude is yeah. everything. And he doesn't have to do those things. He may have been asked to. But he didn't have to do it in a such way that made me feel like, 
Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm, yeah. And then as soon as we got to him, we're like, okay, remember, you know, somebody's telling us about these dragon things. They're like, oh, he's all, oh, dude. You gotta try it. Dude, you, you haven't tried it. You heard about it. No, you did not. Watch how this happened. Much like with the experience we just had, he said, okay, watch this. We take these things right here, which are blah, blah, you know, he explains. And he says, and then we take the liquid nitrogen. Watch this, watch. Like he was doing like the whole thing. And we're like, we became part of the experience. <laughs> it's like part of the show, right? Yeah. Where did they Amazing. get that from? This is probably a guy that right now is like, I don't know, playing video games or something. Or and nobody even knows that he's there. Yeah, no, right. yeah. You just don't know. And yeah. some people are just built with that excitement for life. How do you then get employees that aren't excited for life? To get to that point is, I guess, is a big question, and, and I think it goes back to the why. I think he understands the why. Yeah. You know, he goes into into there, and his and the why is, we got to give these guys a really cool experience, yeah. and they have, you know, they've got this really cold. It's it's just ice cream. It's not even. I mean, really, how do you make ice cream cool? Well, it's the experience, yeah. right? And so he made that for us, and so and as as we're heading out the door, thanks for coming, guys. We appreciate you. Like. Okay. You're going to be back? Absolutely. <laughs> In fact, I want to go back to that one. I don't know that right. I can have an experience in one of the other ones. yeah. And if I that's did, exactly I'd call what the owner. Happens. Yeah. And so that's a successful business. Yeah. And um, um, I also have a friend that, that, um, that owns Sodalicious, and it's all about experience. How many places are selling soda mixed with different flavors? Well, he's just growing phenomenally because of the experience. And it is, it is that. He, their customers know that they're just an important being when they're in there. Yeah. That they're worth it. Yeah. You're worth me taking a little extra out of what I'm doing right this second to make you yeah. important. You are worth me stepping it up a little bit. Well, and it's interesting, too, how there's so many little, there's small things that don't cost money, that don't take that much more extra time. It's eye contact. It's a smile, it's that extra question, it's an extra little moment of enthusiasm, or something that really helps someone connect with you on a meaningful right. on a meaningful level. It's the, I don't care who's watching, They're, these flowers are for you. Yeah, right? I don't care if the boss is watching. If he, he wants to argue with about this, I don't care. I'm, I'm celebrating this right, with you. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I would love when I, had, when I was, had employees underneath of me and I was in charge of making stuff happen, when I would hear a customer say, "Did you do you know what your guy did?" Well, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I was out on the job site. Your driver saw me unloading my truck and said, "Hey, can I offer to unload that for you? I have a forklift on the back of my truck over here. I'll, I'll help you unload that." Nobody trained him to do that. Nobody. That's not specific to our our our. You know, just make sure when you're out. No, it 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 it, it it's it's in the values. And it's in the opportunity that we have to make decisions. If the guy would have wrecked the forklift doing it, I wouldn't have been upset. How can you be? Right. Right. It, it, it matters not at that point. It, it's yep. like this guy gets and understands uh -huh. what this customer's needs are, and he went outside of what he's supposed to be doing. He had another delivery to go to. And so I loved when I hear stuff, heard stuff like that because that means they understood the why and the how takes care of itself. Yep. Right? Yep. Do, well, then how do I do that? As soon as you understand the why, opportunities will be there for you. And you just take them. You just take them. Nobody could have ever trained the gentleman at Trader well, Joe's, Trader Joe's to give flowers to yeah. someone who bought a car. And not only that, it's like it tells 
speaks volumes to actually what's going on within the company right. and the culture that's created where where that is celebrated and encouraged and empowered and autonomy to be able to do so yeah yeah exactly and it's like you know yes take extra time to help with the forklift yes give the flowers when they're celebrating their life i mean they're going to be customers for life and that's one of the things i don't like about car sales by the way car sales i think and i think there are some out there that are not as bad let me call my boss right then i'm like no i'm out if you have to call a guy we're, I'm out, and I know it's a gimmick. I know it's they already they can do it. It's I'm just like no, 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 show, right? I'm and like, you no, you, like, oh you boy, show, you go. show me what we can do right here. If you have to call someone, I think I'm out because you and I don't have a relationship at that point. You're just you're asking for permission just to do something that you know you should be doing for me. I think we're in trouble already, right? right? But this is this relationship is not going. It's not. We're not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> and I'm, I I can't go to Trader Joe's later and get flowers if you can't sell me this car, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. but then what's interesting is that people will go like you like you yourself just said I'm going to go to that Sub Zero, like. You even want to, you'll I'll even go three extra, yeah. yeah, you'll go because of that, like the tie to that experience that you had there. And and likewise, and uh, with with Emily and going back, her and her husband going back, if they're, they could go to another grocery store or Trader Joe's, they'll always be like, feel this pull to Trader Joe's because, wow, I remember, like they made me feel like a million bucks. Well, we've know? talked about that before with, is it Allie? You're one of your employees? Um, I'm terrible with names. Camille? The one that had the baby. The one that had the baby. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Camille. Camille, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. I don't even remember her name, but we have a relationship. As soon as I see, if she walked in right now, we'd be, I'd give her a big hug and say, hey, how are you doing? How's, it's because of the experience that she provided for us. Yeah. My wife and I were talking about that experience, and I, I was pinpoint, trying to pinpoint what it was that, 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 that made us just remember who she was, and we couldn't really pinpointed except for the fact that she created an experience for us she and cared really cared about, about us yeah right and what and then you saw her recently at the the party right the yeah for change and yeah. we instantly connected back up and mm-hmm. and my wife just loves her loves her to death yeah. and and they just had a good conversation and they connected and and once again it's it's she decided that um that day or or every day that it's not just a job mm. that i'm going to make the best of this experience yeah. And I think that can be said about parenting, any type of business. I think it can be said about just jumping on the on the bus, and I think it can be said about being on social media. Yeah. I think it can be said about anything. If we just decide yeah. that we're going to create a better experience, then I think we'll just inherently jump to that next level, and the how will take care of itself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and I mean, and we don't always know. Um, what situation people are interact like what situation they're coming from and having a touch point with our business or right. our lives you know we don't know what's going on behind the scenes so i think you know like this idea of you are worth it if you have that mentality of like this is a human in front of you that has feelings and you can just connect with them you don't need to like get deep and have this like heart-to-heart conversation you could you're not getting down on one knee yeah you're not exactly but like treat them with kindness treat them with worth like you value the time that you're spending right here but if you if you do the opposite and you and i have had those experiences where we walk into a place and you're the only customer in there 
and dude is too busy stapling papers together that, you know, because he's, he has to do his job. I got to get my job yeah. done. I had employees that way. I'm like, how come you're not helping the customer? Well, you told me to do this. I'm like, we don't have this unless that guy gets taken care of. <laughs> okay, so here's the, here's the other story that, I, that inspired the em- Emily to tell me the story about Trader Joe's. So I'm, I'm looking at the snack aisle and there's like these coconut crispy sesame seeds, something I'd never seen before. I'm like studying it, looked interesting. And Alex standing next to me, stocking the shelves, says, hey, have you tried that before? I'm like, no, it looks good. He's like, yeah, it's awesome. Why don't you open up and try it? I'm like, <laughs> okay. That's not normal. I'm like, okay, great. So I open it up, I throw some in my mouth, and I'm like, man, this would be awesome on my Greek yogurt every morning, you know? He, and so I'm like, well, thanks. I grab a couple bags, and I go to purchase them. I, he asks for the one that I had opened, and I'm like, great. And so as I'm going to purchase the, the uh, coconut crispies or whatever they were called, um, his manager approaches Alec, and his manager says, hey, Alec, um, one of our customers has a flat tire in the parking lot. Can you go help her change the tire? That's amazing. And he's like, oh, absolutely. He like drops what he's doing. And goes but wait out. a minute, the shelf needs to be stocked though. Right, 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 exactly. And so he drops what he's doing and goes out to uh, to go fix a tire. And I'm like, who is this guy? It's so awesome. And yeah. like, I just love this company even more that that's all part of, that's just, that's his response. That's, that's culture, you know, yeah. yeah. They take care of their customers. I'm thinking all this. I pass by the manager. I'm like, keep that guy around. He's amazing. And I buy my stuff. And then I am that like stalker guy. So I follow him out to the parking lot because I want to see him changing the tire. And I want to take his picture. <laughs> so, Get a selfie with him. <laughs> and so I, I go up to him. I'm like, big old smile on his face. Like he's down there with the tire iron changing Getting the tire. Dirty, probably, yeah. Getting dirty, big old smile. Like, Alec, what is this all about? And he's like, oh, this is just what we do. Where in your description is changing a tire? That's so amazing. That's so amazing. It's the why. Yeah. It's just what we do. We take care of our customers. Yeah. And I just think, and that's when, I mean, gosh, then that inspired this experience that Emily told of the flowers. And it's just, this is as, uh, you know, this is all that we we love talking about is yeah. is this uh, this heightened sense of I mean imagine I just I, I I get so excited about a world where where more every single business or where more businesses like care that much more to do a little bit a little bit more to create to restore this level of humanity to the business interaction that we Absolutely. create personal connections and and that it's possible to do in in simple ways but also scaled like it's possible to create personal connections on a on a scaled basis and it does not matter what business you're in it doesn't it's amazing it's so 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 awesome to see the impact that you can have one of the things i always love to ask is what would you suggest like someone, a business leader, or someone that has influence over their their family, their brand, their business, their whatever sort of volunteer opportunity. 
that maybe they want they're like yeah they feel inspired they're like I want to do something I want to I want to create a more human experience I want to connect with people in more meaningful ways with what we do in our business what could be something that they could do right now or within the next 24 hours to dial up to like amp up the humanity of their experience I think the biggest thing as I as I look at it from a from a business owner standpoint point and, and, and level that off with like a, a, a dad or a parent or even a teacher, whatever you want to, yeah. however you want to put it. I would, personally, I think the biggest impact you can have is, and, and I don't want to use, I don't want this to be pictured as something that is down because it's not down, but getting on their level, getting on their level. One of my favorite things to do was as a branch manager of a company that distributed uh, building products to their customers, was go out and pull orders with my mm. my employees and treat them with the same level of, of respect as I would expect them to have for me. And so, hey, what can I help you with? Okay, let's go make this happen. And oh, by the way, I would always do my best best to do it faster than them. So that later when we had those conversations about more customer service that I was leading, but it's the same with kids. If you have a child, as a, as a father or mother, if you have a child that really loves math and is really struggling in English, for instance, maybe don't focus on English. Don't focus on what you think they're struggling with. Focus on what their strength is. And you go and do that with them. Um, if, if you have a son that you want to play basketball, but you find that he's in the backyard um, playing in the dirt instead of doing, playing baseball, but you really want him to become a baseball star, you need to look inside and go, what, what, is, what is wrong with this relationship? I want him to become something that he's not. How do I help him become something that he is? And you can, I think, I think in business you can do that same thing with employees. You might have the person in the wrong position, but you haven't taken the time to get on their level, whatever that may be, and find out what it is that their strengths are, and go in there and work on their level, whatever that may be. And you'll find very quickly they have some values that you never knew about, ever knew about. Mm -hmm. And so I think as parents, as 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 leaders, as in terms of the world of hierarchy. I think we feel like we have already been there. We've already been in their shoes, so we don't need to try to Hate understand more, right? We've, yeah. we've been there, and so yeah, they yeah. just need to listen to what we know. <laughs> and if we just take that hat off, put on our, our grubbies or whatever it takes to get on that level and just forget about ourselves for a minute, you'll find very quickly how, how this piece works for whatever it is charge that you're trying to move forward. So for me, it's they are worth it. Now you go find out what it is show them that they're that they are worth your time and your effort mm. and just show them just show them that it's worth that little extra effort yeah. and you'll find very quickly what it is that their strengths are very quickly it's incredible it's powerful i think it's going to change the world let's hope so yeah and it's not terrible we, we live in an incredible world where we people do. are growing and doing incredible things we also live in a world that's filled with hate and discontent and a lot of comparison and my hope is with our channel is that we get number number one to the few that are really feeling outnumbered but also give hope to the ones that feel like they have it all mm. but have nothing at all yeah right mm -hmm. I've got everything but I don't I'm not I'm not happy yeah. I have everything just not satisfied mm -hmm. it's because you actually have been working on something that's not relationship and it's not of the values you and yeah. I've been talking about yeah Oh man, this is so good. 
So awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your insight. Thank you for your heart, for everything that you're doing to make the world a better place. One, one heartfelt video post at a time. One yowie at a time. One yowie at a time. (laughs) What's the future hold for yowie? Like, what is what's this year and beyond look like? Um, Is this an indefinite thing? Are you are you like? We're doing this till I die, sort of thing? Or have you really thought about that? I think for us, it's interesting you ask that question, um, and I'll try to answer it as simply as possible. I think what's supposed to be happening here with this experience is, is actually the change that's supposed to be happening in our family. Mm-hmm. This is an experience for us more mm-hmm. than it is for our followers. And um, so for us, it is, in, it is indefinite. If we can, if we can wrap our, our, our arms around and, 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 and take lead, of a positive charge. It might not be YouTube, it might not be social media, it might not be any of those things, but we want to make sure that our family is involved in something that is helping positivity moving forward, whatever that may be. And it might be flipping hamburgers at, at, a, at your local hamburger joint. Whatever that case is, whatever the case is, we want to do those things that we've been talking about. We want to make sure that, that, that um, when we come in contact with someone, however that is, that it's a positive experience leaving. And, um, and um, so in terms of our business, we're just going to keep growing it because if there's one more that we can reach tomorrow than there was today, then, then obviously we're, we're doing our job. And so the only way to do that is to make sure that we're doing those things that we actually have to do, like we're talking about the chairs, the tables, yeah. those things we have to do to stay relevant, yeah. but never forget about the message, mm. right? Yeah. Because those things that, that make us relevant could also make us very rich and famous. And, I'm, and, and, and I say that in a very, um, in a reasonable way, like it could. Like, and, and we can't let anything that happens, even in a positive direction, ruin what we have and what we're trying to do. Does that make sense? Your wife. If it, if it, if it comes, we will, we will kill it if it comes in front of the wife. Mm. We will kill it immediately, and even if it seems to the world that it's a, an incredibly positive thing, which we we did last year, mm. we did. Is there is there gonna be like a, a Yowie movie someday, or maybe series of movies? I don't know. <laughs> I will say that we are actually um, we have someone writing a song right now, wow. which is exciting. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so you are are worth it song. That's exciting, and. Um, so that'll happen this year. Like a like it's going to be released album sort of song. Be released that's this year. Inspired yeah. by you guys, yeah. or yeah. really? Yeah, we've we've commissioned someone to to write a song. So it's specifically to your worth it and the message and the things that we. Does been everyone about. know who this person is? Um, we're not releasing that yet. Yeah. But would we know them? Everyone would. I know. think you would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you. Would. That's a good teaser. You could probably guess. But I don't know if I could. I mean, I could throw out some guesses. Yeah, it's it's um, so that's exciting for us. And then we have our son coming home, and so yeah. the franchise itself, in terms of the name, um, will continue to grow because he's going to be doing his own, yeah. have his own content yeah, yeah. And, and doing different things there. And the only way that I'm going to help him is if he continues to also carry that "You Are Worth It" message in every video. <laughs> of course, I joke because he can do whatever he wants. But um, does he? Do you know what angle he wants to take? I don't think he knows yet. He's been okay. two years out of sure. it, and I mean, everything changes like in two years. I think for him, it's just trying to find out what his 
yeah. outlet is in terms of yeah. um, what kind of the way he wants to go. Yeah. And what it means for his life moving forward. Yeah. But for us, it's just keep growing it. And and if that means that uh, this door closes and another one opens, then then that's what we want because ultimately we're becoming who we're supposed to be through that. So how old is your youngest? He just turned four. Four. Yeah. Just like a couple of days ago, right? Yeah. 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 Happy birthday. Yeah. To Kenya. Kenya. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then Branson will turn 21 soon. So let's say 14 years from now, when Kenyans now out of the house and it's just you and your wife are you guys going to continue absolutely so what we want to do at that point is to be able to number one support all of our kids in what they're doing we want to make sure that we're setting ourselves up in many ways to be able to support them in what sure. they're doing our dreams and passions are to be the grandparents that are there for things as as our as as then our grandkids are you could be grandparents soon becoming who they're supposed to be yeah and so you ready for this absolutely i bring it on like, you're like i'm ready for diapers round 2.0 you can't look <laughs> down on any of that stuff it's no like, way man it's like so when, awesome. when people ask me about four girls they're like oh like four and then teenagers i'm like yeah you know what sometimes awesome. i'm like i mean i'm i'm old enough now that sometimes i just kind of want to be a grandpa yeah. I don't want, I don't want, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm okay, like, skipping. <laughs> I, I don't know, I think grandpa's like, like the funnest thing that you could it possibly has to do. Be, and, and, and from what I understand, that's the payoff. You know, <laughs> right. you're investing so much into this child <laughs> yeah. that, that, that becomes an adult. Well, then their responsibility becomes to what be the parent. Did. Yeah. And then what you do is you just come in and you get a number one, see how, how they're doing and help them in however way. But you also can come in and go, I'm here for the relationship and, and we're blood and like this is like I can I can kind of spoil like however you want oh, yeah. and then oh, yeah. I can go home and go sleep totally <laughs> you know what I mean or else take them yeah. home and, and go through those and oh, so yeah. it's exciting and yes it's not that far down the road but to answer your question we want to we want to keep going whatever that oh. looks like and, and and use the experiences that we're going through now to enhance that and to yeah. be able to, to yeah. do those things whatever that means we don't know so awesome we don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, like, to, it's the same advice you started when our conversation talking about your son. It's like, be, make a plan, but then be open to the, yeah, like, inspiration of where that should go. Have a why. Always have a why. Right. That's your core. And the how will North always, Star. always, yeah. always. Yeah, the how and what always take care of themselves if you For have a sure. why. For it's sure. like building the foundation to the house. Like, you yeah. never put the roof on first. It just yeah. makes no sense. So There's going to be changes on the way. Well, I'm so excited. I'm excited for the song. I'm uh, excited to see the movie series someday. <laughs> Have you seen The Biggest Little Farm? It was no. just at Sundance. Huh. You should totally check it out. Really? I think you would really enjoy it. So it's this master cinematographer that he and his wife are living in Santa Monica, California. Concrete jungle. Well, it's hard to say that it's a concrete jungle because it's pretty awesome. But it's still an urban, yeah, very like urban, super yeah. urban. Yeah. And so they had a dream of living on the farm. So they sold everything, built this farm up in like Ventura County. And it's a seven year journey of what happened as they built this they thriving farm for seven years. Oh, wow. And it is amazing. It is wow. beautiful. It, the movie, like it's so raw, but it's and like the way that it's told, you should see it too. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's so awesome. 
like the cinematography and they're like super zooming in on this like bee and buzzing and like it's just and the way that uh, the message and the way that, that what they learned about their our relationship with the earth and and um, how nature all is interwoven again? the biggest little farm hmm. and it's funny and it's real and it's beautiful yeah I told I think you'd really I think I'd be interested to, to see it with you or to hear what you think afterwards because um, because of your life where you're always very similar to what we're doing well yeah. and you're you're just what you're you're filming everything. I mean, they had to have been filming everything for seven years. That's amazing. We've only been doing this for three and a half years. Seven years is a long time to... But they, it's almost like they had a film crew for seven years. Amazing. Well, At least one person, yeah. one or two people, because it wasn't, there weren't any selfie shots. Wow. But it's it's really cool. It's really it's really inspiring. You're just like the, the and just the simplicity. Kind of going back to everything we're saying, just like the recognition of how we're so interconnected, and how um, how in, the importance of relationships, right. how important it is to connect with humans. I mean, that's what we're taking with, that's with awesome. ourselves. You know, yep. when we leave, that's all we take with us when we die. That's it. What so what what do you, what's what's your legacy? Wow. Yeah. It's <laughs> a big question. I know. Um, man, I don't know. What do you what do you what do you what do you think you would want people to say about your life? Do you think about those things? Yeah. I does it help your is it helping your drive? I don't know that I've ever really I've actually given some people that have reached out to me. I've I've given them charge that that they basically say they're out, they're done. They there's nothing anybody can say. They just they just is there anything that you can help me out with? And I ask them to write their own eulogy. Mm, right, same idea. And I've never actually done it myself. Mm. Right, I, mm. I've never really put a lot of effort into it. I do have this 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 this, and I shouldn't say it's a vision that's been given to me. It's it's what I see as two different scenarios of me passing on. And our Creator, Heavenly Father, putting His arm around me and asking me the question, what did you do with what I gave you? Um, that's scenario one. And I think that's such an incredible thing to think about. But scenario t number two is what I actually want, was what, was what I desire. And maybe this answers your question. And that is Him putting His arm around me when I get there and turning me around and pointing to the one and saying, they found their value through what you found value in yourself and so did he and so did she and so did they I guess if that's my legacy if that's what I'm I'm really striving for is 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 for is for the one that can that can leave some kind of relationship that we have better off than when they came into it I guess that's <laughs> that's my that's my drive well you're making it happen it's amazing. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank it's you. Been absolutely awesome. Always. Inspiring yeah. and as it always is. And the tacos were amazing. <laughs> they were really good, <laughs> right? So good. Yeah, you got oh well let's get your wife down before need to you get before her some, yeah. before you head home. Yeah. We'll yeah, get her an sure. Alpha start. Maybe he'll let you back there and make, <laughs> make you're like, I made this for you. <laughs> what? Whatever, dude. I got video to prove it. Well, thanks, man. This cool. has been Thank awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's been great. 
Special thanks to our host, Don Joaquin Street Tacos, for creating the ideal place for us to talk about breakthrough culture, brand experience, and human connection. Joaquin himself let both Johnny and me try our hands at being a taquero and showed us exactly how to shave the pastor pork from the trompo. We'll never forget that type of immersive taco experience or the delicious tacos. Join the taco journey on my website. You are not going to want to miss out on the resources, courses, and of course, the national taco tour I'm planning when I launch the book, Search for the Perfect Taco. So follow me on social media, subscribe to my channel, and tune into another episode of Taco Incidents, where we'll continue to explore the secrets to level up your culture, brand experience, human connection, and your taco game.